Okay, there goes another one. Praise God. Today, guys, we're talking about the rich fool. Everybody say the rich. Everybody on three. One, two, three. The rich. We're off. The rich. Fool. Okay, that's what we're talking about. You heard like in the back, like that was God in the back. You fool. Everybody's like, God, you're a fool. But guess what? The Bible talks like that. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. The Bible talks about that. Jesus was talking like that. Come on, let's talk about it. Open up your Bibles to Luke 12, 13 through 21. If you guys can't find it, I got it up here. Don't worry about it. Say it's all good. Verse 15. If you guys don't have it, look up on the board. Just pay attention. Then he said to them, watch out. Be on your guard against all kinds of greed. Life does not consist in an abundance of possessions. And he told them this parable. The ground of a certain rich man yielded an abundant harvest. He thought to himself, what shall I do? I have no place to store my crops. Then he said, this is what I'll do. I will tear down my barns and build bigger ones, and there I will store up my surplus grain. And I'll say to myself, you have plenty of grain laid up for many years. Take life easy, eat, drink, and be merry. But God said to him, you fool. This very night your life will be demanded from you. Then who will get what you have prepared for yourself? This is how it is. This is how it will be with those who ever stores up things for themselves, but is not rich towards God. Oh, come on, somebody. I bet you guys didn't know that Jesus was talking about, you know, he even spoke like that. You know, Jesus, when he talked about, he knew how to talk to people. He knew how to relate. And you thought Jesus was like all proper. He said, no, you fool. This very night, your life will be demanded from you. Come on, Jesus wasn't playing around. He kept it real. Amen. So I got four things for you guys, okay? Right now, this month, in, in Metro Praise and our Sunday services, we're, we're, we're giving to the nations, all right? We're raising up funds to send Chris and, and Pastor Joe out to Nigeria where we have a church. Guys, we have a Metro Praise church out in Nigeria. Like, literally, like, they take our name. They're doing the thing. They're going after God, okay? And so this month, we're, we're really trying to give to missions, Okay, and we're not trying to be manipulative talking about giving and talking about like, oh, you have to give, 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 give. And all you hear is give, 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 give. And you're just like, man, I got to give, 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 give. And you're just like, man, what do I do? Give. All right, we're not trying to be manipulative, trying to brainwash you. I have to give. No. See, this is the thing, guys. We, we're, trying to, we're trying to learn the value of, 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 of money by understanding it, how God taught us to use it and how he talked about it. So we got four things for you guys. And using that parable, the first thing you got to know is to watch out. All right, Jesus Christ said, he said, watch out, all right, with the exclamation point. We read it like, watch out. It was like, watch out. Just imagine if Jesus is telling people like this story, you know, they're all about him. He's, he's about ready, and he says this out loud, and it grabs your attention. Then he said to them, watch out. Be on your guard against all kinds of greed. Life does not consist in abundance of possessions. And I like that right there. If you guys didn't catch that, it says right there, guard against all kinds of greed. Wait a minute, what, what kinds of greed are there? There's different kinds? Let's look at this. Greed, thirst for having more. If you break it down in the Greek translation, you take it back to its basic form. If you look at it in the Bible, it says the thirst for having more. Greed. Jesus warned us to be on the lookout for all kinds of greed. You see, sometimes we think about things in our life and we think about things we have to fix and we're like, man, pray for me for this. You come up to the altars, man, you know what? I'm really dealing with, you know, you know, lust right now. I'm really dealing with bitterness and anger. What about greed? Let me tell you what. Sometimes we, it skips our mind. We don't even think about it. 
But you may deal with greed somehow, somehow in your own way, and someone else might deal with it a different way. That's what he was saying, all kinds of greed. It can come to anyone. And I put right there, example. Whenever I have the EX, it's just always going to give you an example of story. Right now, what comes to mind is my little baby cousin, okay? Or even, you know, even from myself. <laughs> okay, I'm going to tell him myself right now, okay? You know, the first word that I learned wasn't mama, wasn't dada. It was mine, okay? Because when things were given to me, that's mine. I learned quick because when you took something away, no, that's, that's, that's mine, mine, mine's. Now I would say minds, and then someone corrected me, and I'd find out. But check this out. Who teaches a young kid to be greedy, to be selfish? Yeah, that comes pretty naturally, huh? Checking your own lives right now. Oh, we come to the altars. God, free me from this. What about greed? We don't even talk about it. Watch out. Ephesians 5, 5 says this. For of this you can be sure. Okay? You can be sure. No immoral, impure, or greedy person. Such a man is an idolater, has any inheritance in the kingdom of God and of Christ. No inheritance. But that's serious. No inheritance? Oh, wait a minute. So, I mean, when I, when I want to take and just take and just keep for myself, we don't even think like that. But that's how we think when we don't want to give, you know. We, we don't want to share. We want to give back to God what's his. Think about it. It's not about you. Look to your neighbor and say, it's not about you. Look to your other neighbor and say, I'm sorry, it's not about you either. Who's it about? Who's it about? Let's read. And he told them. <laughs> you guys are repeating. Don't repeat that. Who's it about? And he told them. The ground of a certain rich man yielded an abundant harvest. He thought to himself, what shall I do? I have no place to store my crops. Then he said, this is what I'll do. I will tear down my barns and build bigger ones. And there I will store up my surplus grain. And I say to myself, you have plenty of grain laid up for many years. Take life easy, eat, drink, and be merry. I, I couldn't help but read that and just like how many eyes and me's and just that man was sound pretty self-centered. That's what greed does to you. What about selfish ambition? You guys know what that is? Doing something to want to see your, your own benefit, something I'm only in it for me. That's wrong before the Lord too. You know what? I took this passage and I broke it down and I went back and I highlighted and I bolded you know, when the parts when he says me and my eyes and eyes, and we're going to read this again. Verse 16. And he told them this parable. The ground of a certain rich man yielded an abundant harvest. He thought to himself, what shall I do? I have no place to store my crops. Then he said, this is what I'll do. I will tear down my barns and build bigger ones. And there I will store my surplus grain. And I'll say to myself, you have plenty of grain laid up for many years. Take life easy. Eat, drink, and be merry. Guys, Elevate, we can learn a great deal from this story. And the reason why Jesus told the people this is because, you know what? People deal with it in this serious. And if you think it's just a joke, oh, it's just greed. Oh, it's just me taking, keeping from myself. I don't have to give to God. I don't have to help others. No, what? See, that's wrong. And that's as much of a sin as you going and sleeping with anybody you want. You are going ahead and stealing something. Wait a minute. I'm not hurting anybody. I'm just keeping it to myself. That's greed. And it's evil. And it's wrong before the Lord. If you understand what it does to your heart. Sin, we look at sin. We try to label it and categorize it. Sin is sin. Okay? There are different categories, but the result is the same. It's sin. It separates you from God. And if you know, if you can see what sin does spiritually on the inside of you, it eats away. It eats away. 
It destroys everything that you have with the Lord. It's like bacteria. If you don't, if you don't go and you, you treat it, if you don't focus, man, I got to get this right. Guess what? It's going to grow. It's going to grow. And I'll tell you what, greed, greed is something that grows fast. You know why? Because we don't pay much attention to it. We pay attention to the big sins. Oh, I got to deal with this. What about greed? What about the selfish ambitions? See? I'm talking about it today, guys, because some of us may be dealing with it. And we're in a month right now where we're giving to the nations. And not to be manipulative, but we want to give to bless God. It's not about you. It's about Jesus. And I made sure that I highlighted this. I made sure that I bolded it, made it bigger, so you guys can understand. It's not even about me, the preacher. It's not even about the music. It's not even about you or your friends. It's about Jesus Christ. Humble yourself before the Lord. Pride and greed go hand in hand. You got to understand, guys, that's very dangerous. We don't play around with that. The devil used to be an angel. I don't know if you guys know this, but when God made everything, he made the angels in heaven. And right now, you know, there's a devil that's out to get you, hates you, wants to kill you, destroy you. You know, John 10, 10, 10, you know, if you read that, it tells you what he's here to do. The thief has come to steal, kill, and destroy you, Okay. Now watch this. The devil used to be an angel. Used to. Bolded. Used to be an angel. Why is he in hell? Why was he cast down? You know what the devil said to himself one day? The devil was in charge. His name was Lucifer. That was his name when he was in heaven. He was an angel. His name was Lucifer. And he had the job, the responsibility of bringing praise to God, of leading worship before the Lord. You know, he was that angel that would be in charge and like we're worshiping God. And one day he said to himself, wait a minute. Why does he get all the glory? Why does he get all the praise? I want that. I want some of that. See, pride and greed goes hand in hand. Are you falling into the same sin the devil fell into? It seems so innocent, and we hardly talk about it. When was the last time we? When was the last time you hear someone come up to these adults like, "Man, I'm, I'm dealing with greed." You hardly hear that. You would hardly hear that, but that's serious, guys. Deal with it. When walking a Christian life and you're going closer to God, he'll reveal things to you. And today, if that's you, I'm telling you, there's healing from that. There's, you got to be real and honest with yourself. Matthew 23, 25 to 26 says this. Woe to you, teachers of the law and Pharisees, you hypocrites. Now, that is some sharp words. Jesus Christ is talking right now. I'll read it again. Woe to you, teachers of the law and Pharisees, you hypocrites. You clean the outside of the cup and dish, but in the inside, they are full of greed and self-indulgence. Blind Pharisee, clean the inside of the cup and dish. Then the outside will also be clean. You read this, and you see cup and dish, and you're like, man, was Jesus getting on them because they didn't clean up their dishes? Like Jesus walked up in their house one day, you didn't clean that cup! And we're just like, man, Jesus, take it easy. It's just, I forgot, I was in a rush, I couldn't, you know, Jesus wasn't talking about that. You know, we read this, don't automatically assume and take it for exactly what it is. Jesus was talking about your heart. You see, the Pharisees were religious people. Everybody say religious. But you got to say it like that with a list. Religious. <laughs> they were religious people. Okay? And sometimes we know religious people. They, were, they wear their cross and they're all about God and they want to represent God, but they ain't living for God. Okay? And you know that their motives and everything that they do is all for them, just to glorify themselves. Here was a group of people, religious men, the, the, the priests of those days, the, the people who knew God, supposedly. 
you know, they knew all the word. But Jesus Christ says, you know what? Clean the inside of the cup and dish, then the outside will be clean as well. He says, you know what? Clean your heart first. Because you know what? You have nothing to do with God. Because your heart is so far. Your heart is so far from me. Today, guys, let me ask you something. Where is your heart? Where is your heart? Everybody point to where your heart is. <laughs> really, is it there? Put, put, like, put, put your hands on your head. Take your hands off your head. Put it on your chest. Where is your heart? Where is your heart? Okay, what, this is what the Bible says. Let's read. But God said to him, you fool. This very night your life will be demanded from you. Then who will get what you have prepared for yourself? Going back to the story. Let's take it back just a little bit. Take it back. Go back to the story. The man in the story who, who, who planned all this stuff from him. He said, you know what? I want to build this. I want to get this for myself. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Guess where his heart was? Was it in the things of God? No. And it's obvious because you go back to that passage and you look, I, me, me, my, me, my, my. Guys, where is your heart? Even coming to a youth group, where is your heart? Even if you're going to school, where, where is your heart? If you're going to a Bible college, it doesn't matter how, what you're doing or what you've done. Where is your heart? Is it for selfish ambition, selfish gain, so that you can be promoted, so that you can be exalted? So, hey, look at me. Or is it for the glory of God? Do you come here? For friends or for anything else, do you come here for God? Where is your heart? We talk about your heart. And we talk about these things because it's important. Because if you don't deal with this, you will walk out the same exact way. And guess what the Bible said in, in Ephesians 5.5? 5, 5? They will not. They will not inherit the kingdom of God. God looks at the heart. God looks at the heart. And I ask you a question, where is your heart? Watch what Luke 12.34 says. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Whoa. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. What do you value in life? Think about it. What's the most important thing that you have right now? If you think about it, everybody probably would say, first, family. Everybody, my, my, my mom, my dad, my brother, my sister, family. For others, it might be your possessions, what you've gained in life. I've worked hard for this. It's mine. You're not taking it. For some of you, it might be your accomplishments. You know, I did that. I did this. That's, that's who I am. You know, I'm proud to be that. That's me. Where's your heart? Where's your heart? Sure enough, you'll find your treasure. Is your heart with the Lord? Oh, think about it. When you say that, it's not like literally you're just going to rip out and say, God, take my heart. Do you care about the things he cares about? Do you have God's heart in the matter? That's what we're talking about. We're not trying to talk all spiritual and try to confuse you guys. Where's my heart? My heart's right here. Oh, I give my heart to God. I can't do that, Adam, so I'm not going to listen to what you're saying. Where is your heart, guys? Do you value God's word when he speaks into your life, when you read the gospel, when you read the stories of Jesus Christ, when you learn what he did, is that important to you? Do not be discouraged by other people and what they do. Go after God. The worst sin, I put that there, all right? And I want to reemphasize, you know what? We don't talk about this a lot, all right? And I'm talking about it right now in a month of giving where we have the greatest opportunity and the greatest chance to really just go forth and really bless the nations, okay? Greed, selfish ambition, it's sin. Categorize it as sin. Oh, it's not that. It's sin. It's wrong. The worst sin. I challenge you guys. When you guys come up for prayer, don't just look at me. You know what? I lusted. I was looking at this at the international. I've done that. Or you know what? I, I was doing that with this guy. I was talking about it. You know what? What about greed? Selfish ambition. All these different things. 
I'm not saying that the other things are wrong. You shouldn't come up here for prayer. But what I'm saying is understand where your heart is and be real with yourself. Let's keep on. Be rich towards God. Be rich towards God. Jesus Christ said that. And that's a, that's a term. That's something you guys want to understand. If you guys can get this, you guys will be on the right path. Rich towards God. You're not, you're not wanting to gain material possession. You're wanting to go after God. And let's read. This is how it will be with whoever stores up things for themselves, but is not rich towards God. Rich towards God. Let's go a little deeper. What does that mean? It means to pursue God and pursue his kingdom. Last week, what did we talk about? Chase after God. How do you do that? Pursue God, pursue his kingdom. Let me tell you something. The kingdom of the Lord is here, okay? Okay, we, we're ambassadors of Christ. We go forth preaching the good news. Where is the kingdom of the Lord? You guys are thinking like, like, like pearly white gates. You guys are that's God's kingdom. His kingdom's here and what he's doing on this earth. What we are doing, pursue his kingdom. You guys probably never thought about this, but God's kingdom, going out and giving to missions and helping those in different nations, helping those in need, that's part of God's kingdom. You guys can pursue that. And I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to be really honest with you guys. It's hard sometimes to think like that, to get in that mindset who thinks about other people. We've got it so made in America. Like Adolfo was saying, we have it so, so made here. You know why? Because we have a freedom. Let me say something. We have a freedom to choose whether or not we'll serve God. We have that freedom. Different places right now, as a matter of fact, if you look around the church, we probably have a map that shows you the places where it's restricted and highly violent, hostile to say the name of Jesus Christ. To even mention that name, the very thought about it would get you even in jail or you killed. That's how serious it is. And people are meeting. The underground church of China, people are meeting together to get to know Christ. Because he is like, they have a sense, they have a realness. Man, he's God, I'm going after him. They're rich towards God. And I'm not even talking about material possessions because they probably have less than us. But they're rich after God because they realize, man, I want him. Nothing in this life matters. Money is a tool. I love this hammer. <laughs> None of you guys would ever go into your dad's bag, pick up a hammer. I love this hammer. I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> if you do, we'll pray for you, okay? If that's you, you guys can confess that, come up, we'll lay hands, and we'll just <laughs> pray that out of you. But for an example, money is a tool. You would never say that. But some of us, we take, oh, come on a second. Hold on a second. I think, Lord, don't feel me now. Okay. Smells like money. Smells real. Who wants it? Oh, you guys are playing around. I ain't going to fall for it. I ain't going to fall for it. Who wants it? I'm, I'm keeping it real back there. You got it. It's yours. You're right. But let me tell you something, guys. See this? We'll spend our whole life chasing after it. Paper. What would you guys think right now if I rip this up? Just rip it up. No, you can't do that. I think that's, that's illegal. You're not supposed to do that. Is that illegal? My banker in the back, is it legal? So you don't do that. 
You're very legal. See, you don't do that. But let me give you guys an example. We will spend our whole life chasing after money. The Bible says it goes right through your hands. Right through your hands. You'll go after more. It's like sand in your hands. You ever try picking up sand? You go by, pick up sand, and you notice it starts falling. It starts falling. You can never hold it in your hands. You keep on squeezing hard. It goes down. It goes down. It goes down. So at the very end, you got that stuck, stuck in your hands. It's just like, I don't even want that. You know? That's what money's like. But some of us have made that an idol. And we keep it to ourselves. It's mine. I'm not going to give it to God. To, to our offerings, to missions. I'm never going to see those people. They're never going to tell me thank you. Forget them. Forget that. I don't want to do that. No. It gets quiet. What about we think about our brothers and sisters in Christ? There's a metro praise, a church that calls themselves by our name, taking up the same vision, saying we're going after God. And when we raise up funds like that, we're missions fund, we're just, you know, we're going to do this and, you know, once in a while when it comes up, but you have, have a chance to bless God. Matthew 6.33 says this, But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. You know, bless God. Bless God. What do you mean, Adam, bless God? Bless God? Isn't he supposed to bless me? Some of you guys might think about that. Like, We sing songs like that, too. Because notice, bless the Lord, oh, my soul, bless the Lord. How do you bless God? Let me tell you how it works. When you give, for example, to nations, you say, God, use this. God, I want your kingdom to advance. Guess what? That money goes forth. We're helping out pastors out there, and they're getting the word out there. They're able to buy Bibles and give it to people, and people are getting saved. And guess what? The glory goes to God. That's how we bless God. That's how you guys have a chance to bless the Lord. Missions month. Get that in your mind. Guys, we have an opportunity right now. Okay, we can always give throughout the year for missions, but right now it's a special. We're raising up for the whole entire church. So think about them when you think about, you know, giving. Luke 6.30, if you guys can just stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. Praise God. Being rich towards God. That's what I want to be. I want to pursue that because you know what? Money's going to fail me. How many of you guys, by show of hands, money's failed you? Money's failed you somehow. You've never had it. On the bus going home, you're a dollar short. Uh, looks like you're walking, right? Or you're at the dollar store. You're 75 cents. You want them Cheetos? You got to buy that lollipop. Come on now. I'm keeping it real. Some of you guys are not buying cars. We can't talk about cars. You guys are the little Hot Wheels. All right, we ain't talking about cars. We're talking about keeping it real, like Burger King, McDonald's, dollar menu. You guys having $3? Man, you guys have no dollars. What happened to it? Cheeseburger, that's Sunday, and that one's mine. You know? Think about this. Luke 6.38 says this. Give, and it will be given to you a good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over will be poured into your lap. For with the measure you use... It will be measured to you. Lelani, come on. For, I love that part. Guys, get that. Give and it will be given to you. You know how you're blessed? Sometimes we think by just keeping things to ourselves, we think we acquire more. It, it stays more. I'm telling you, you're more cursed by that. When you give to God, give and it will be given to you. For with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. That's so powerful. You guys are going to receive what you, what you sow. In life, there's many things that you guys want. You know, for, you think about it. Like, Man, God, can you help me with this, God? When we come, we make petition. We make requests before God. You know? But it's only self-centered. It's always focused on you. 
you know? Do we ever think about the Lord? Everybody in this place, do we ever think about God and giving back to him and thinking how he works and how he can use us? Conquer greed. Give. The best way to deal with that issue quick, give. Man, I, I don't like I don't like giving it. Oh, don't take that. No, no, no. Give. Give. Let God work in your heart. Let him work in your heart. Because let me tell you what, it's not just this this aspect of just giving to the Lord. You're going to find out that this greed, selfish ambition is going to flow in every part of your life. Even with your family, it's going to come on out. And sometimes you guys are going to argue and fight. It's like, oh, you're going to fight that you want it your way? And guess what? Selfish ambitions, greed, pride go hand in hand. Every eyes close, every head bowed. You guys have the opportunity right now. And we're going to be really specific today in this altar call. And we're going to have a time to worship God and go after and just pray for the nations. And just thank God. But I want my leaders to come on up. I want my leaders to come on up. And and we're just going to pray right now. If if you struggle with greed, okay? All right? If you struggle with greed, with selfish ambition... Guys, get rid of that thing quick. Get rid of it quick. Because you're going to find out that greed, selfish pride, is going to take the joy of you serving the Lord. It will take it. You coming to youth is going to be like dumb because all you're going to see is yourself. What can you get out of it? We made the church. What can I get out of it? What's in it for me? No. It's about God. So right now, first I want to I want to call up the people who but say, you know what? I'm keeping it real with myself. I know I deal with that. And I, I don't want prayer for this. Come on up. If that's you right now, if you, if you struggle with greed or with selfish ambition, come on, all eyes closed, every head bowed, come on. Let's be real. Who's going to be honest with themselves before the Lord? You can't hide before God. You can't lie before God. God knows. God knows.